are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. Lee Drunken Gershman. Yay! Hey, how you doing? Doing great. So who do we have on the show today, Lee? Oh, we have me. <laughs> and we have a guy who is almost me, except maybe he's a little younger, a little better looking, but he doesn't have the same singing voice. <laughs> That's either a good or a bad thing, but we got Scott Norris. How are you doing? I'm good. Right on. Yeah, Scott, yeah, you guys are both keyboard players. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott plays a little bit of drums, too. So I see him Yeah, I, I, I've done drums. But I haven't done it as often as he does. But he's he's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and he's yeah. from he's from Canada, eh? <laughs> yep, I'm from I'm in Toronto. He's from he's from my favorite city, where my favorite band comes from, eh? <laughs> oh, is that is that where um, Neil Young is from, Toronto? No. Yeah, Rush. He's talking about Rush. I'm talking about Rush. <laughs> oh, but but no, no. But I'm I'm talking about Neil Young. Is Neil Young from Toronto? Yeah, he's from Toronto. Oh, right on. Is Anne oh, Marie from? Is is Anne Marie from Toronto too? No, she's from um, one of the islands. I think Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Oh, well, as far as I'm concerned, everybody's from Toronto. Just <laughs> like in America, is everybody's from New York. Even though I'm was born in California, I'm I'm now in New York, so I'm back where I'm home. <laughs> Oh man, I, I love Can- Canada. Two of my favorite bands are from there: freaking uh, Rush and Triumph, and even Brian Adams and Neil Young. Oh, right on. Yep. <laughs> I even like Honeymoon Suite and Helix. Oh wow, that's I cool. I don't really care for Glass Tiger though. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember one darn Glass Tiger song. I, I, I do know that I didn't throw up when I heard them, but that's all I can remember. <laughs> And also, we have Doug and Bob McKenzie up there, eh? Those, them hosers up there in the Great White North, eh? And Jim <laughs> Carrey. Oh, Jim Carrey. Well, I don't kind of like him anymore. <laughs> oh. And, and, and James Cameron. James Cameron's awesome. Jim oh, Carrey right just on. needs to st- stay out of American politics. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, when you bite into a candy bar, you don't need Jim Carrey coming out the other end. You need... <laughs> You need um, John Candy. Oh, oh I, love, I love John Candy. John Candy's yeah. awesome, man. What a yeah, what a great cool. comedic talent, man. Yeah, he's really cool. Now I want to watch Uncle Buck. Damn it! Right on. Or play Did you ever? Did you see Splash? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. he, was, he was he he was great in Splash. Yeah, you just like it because he's throwing coins to look up ladies' dresses. <laughs> well, there was one scene where well. He's trying to get into the place to see the 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 mermaid, and then he says some like like oh, get up penis, and then and he said, I told him that I had a nine inch penis. He said those <laughs> Swedish guys they 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 like the manly kind of talk. <laughs> I love and that, that was movie. the only. Only Swedish he knew. When Daryl Hannah was hot and Tom Hanks is yeah. funny. I wish Tom yeah. Hanks would go back to comedy, man. I miss that crap. Bachelor Party. <laughs> wow. Turner and Hooch. Freaking, yeah. He was freaking funny. Uh, 
uh, fucking the Money Pit. That guy Bachelor was party. Yeah, yeah. Batch, I said Bachelor Party, man. I love that movie. You can't find it to buy anymore. You can only get it on DVD. If you try to get it on Blu-ray, it's like 200 bucks. What the ah. Yeah, I was looking on Amazon the other day to buy that movie. It's like 200 bucks because it's out of print on Blu-ray. Huh. You go, damn that it, jerk. It's like, yeah, oh, the- another another Canadian band. I was trying to get the album Stand Tall, and that's like 400 bucks on Amazon because it's out of print. Um... Do what I do or what I used to do and go to the thrift stores and uh, used bins in in record stores and find copies for like a dollar. Well, I was trying to give the Killer Dwarf some money, man, but it's like oh, a yeah. used copy for 400 bucks and it's out of print. And I'm friends with, uh, I think, Daryl Dwarf. He's the drummer. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, right on. But he t- I, I messaged him. I go, dude, why is your album like $400 on Amazon? He goes, because those bastards at Epic Records won't release it digitally or let us do it, uh, redo it on, uh, they're just holding it back. And it, he says, go ahead and get a, uh, go download it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. He says, don't pay oh, that 400 cool. bucks. <laughs> yeah. He well, said, Epic cool. is just holding it into a vault and won't let them put it out, like on iTunes or Amazon or Spotify. They're just holding it and won't let, won't let them make money off of it. Right on. I mean, not right on, but I mean right on that he answered. I just gonna say fuck record companies. <laughs> fuck the artist over, man. You know? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, put 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 your thing in the hole of a record and fuck it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it has a tucked in dress. Oh. <laughs> Ow, I have to look for that. Thank you. I I, I I can put it in the record sleeve, and then and then and then that can be like a. Sh- Oh, hello, record. You're the shirt tail, and and, and, and and the sleeve is the pants. Oh my God, you're getting sexy, lady. <laughs> make sure it's, <laughs> make sure it has an album. Make sure it has a lady on the cover. Oh, okay, <laughs> and, thank and, you. Unless you go both ways, that's okay. Well, I only talked about Sammy Hagar that once, but everybody <laughs> forgot about that. Sammy, <laughs> the people who love to hate. People love to. All right, so. Today we have uh, Scott Norris, and it, I asked him to do this podcast because he's always on Facebook glowing over this band, and the police, and we're doing Zenyatta Mandata, our first police review, and not our last, because I know I love the police, I think Lee loves the police, so... Oh, um, I, 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 I really do like a lot of their stuff. Yeah, but before we get into that, me and Lee have our newer artist of the week, which you picked... Beach Bunny, live, uh, a live track by them called Six Weeks. And when I was listening to them, Lee, they kind of sounded like Echo and the Bunny Man, but with a female lead singer, and I kind of dug it. Yeah. I love Echo and the Bunny Man. And then, uh, right on. then I picked a new brand called Scale Fighter Minutes Like Days. So here's Beach Bunny, live, Six Weeks, and Scale Fighter Minutes Like Days on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
You're tuning in to Audio Tree Live. We are hanging out with Beach Bunny.
Okay, that was uh, Beach Bunny, a live track called Six Weeks, and Scale Fighter, Minutes Like Days. So, Scott, tell us how you got into the police and why they're your favorite band. Oh, I've been a fan a long time. Um, to me, they are the, in my opinion, they are the best band, um, especially musically. Um, this is actually, the album we're going to be doing is my favorite police records in Yadam and Dada. Um, Stuart Cole, I mean, I wanted to be Stuart Copeland. I still do. Yeah. <laughs> um, geez, I mean, to me, they, I don't think they have a bad song. Um, and they never made a bad record, right? I don't think, they no, made... they haven't. They have um, some bad I'll, songs I'll on the record. <laughs> I'll shut up. I'll, I'll shut up if you don't want me to answer. <laughs> no, you can answer. Actually, um, technically, I, I do agree with you. They didn't do a bad record. I would say that uh, maybe some of the songs on Ghost in the Machine are a little bit filler for me and not quite my taste. But overall, I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you. They didn't do a bad record. I, I agree with you, too. It's just a couple songs that I don't really like by them, like uh, Mother on Synchronicity. <laughs> And oh, I love one that song. Of, and one of the songs. Oh, on here. oh, God! I don't really like it much, <laughs> but but my sister does. <laughs> it's just just weird. Maybe if I keep listening to it, I'll enjoy it one day. But I haven't since that album came out. So <laughs> I'll I'll put it to you like this: in my opinion, um, I think that uh, Andy Summers he was probably the least interesting songwriter and that's probably why they only gave him a few chances to do songs i just yeah, i just think sting was just overpowering songwriter man he's an english teacher come on man oh yeah <laughs> he knows yeah. how to write well before we get into this album scott picked the first song on the album to play which was don't stand so close to me on the freeform rock podcast Thank you. 
Okay, that was Don't Stand So Close to Me by The Police. Why'd you pick that track, Scott? Oh, I love this song. This probably is actually my favorite song on the record. It actually probably is my favorite song of all time. <laughs> I just love this song. I love the mood. I love the opening of it. It's so atmospheric. The opening you, of the song. What did love you it. think about the remake of it? <laughs> I love it, too. You love it, too? Yeah, I, it's not as good as this, I agree. But I still love it, too. I, yeah, it's, I don't know, I just do. I remember when it came out and I saw the video for the remake, I go, what the fuck is this? And it, I learned to like it. It's pretty cool, but this is the one I always refer to if I want to listen oh, to no, the song. Oh, no, so do I. This yeah. is the best one by far. But I, I do I do like the remake. I mean, actually, that's not Copeland drumming. That's a machine. Yeah, that's why it kind of sucks. Oh, <laughs> so, so does that mean that Stuart Copeland wasn't even on the track? Oh, he's not? That's a, that's a, Stuart Copeland broke his shoulder on a horse, I think. Oh, So damn. that's a drum machine. Wow! That, why did they that, have that, to that, do a newer version of it, anyways? Just to put I don't know. For, I don't know why Sting wanted to redo it. He didn't like the way it turned out on Zen, Yadam, and Dada. Wow! That I sounds think, funny. I Art. think that what I've heard, and I don't know if I'm completely correct, but my memory from all this is that people were so clamoring for a song, a new song or something by the Police, and so they decided okay, let's just do a remake of one of our old songs just to give people the idea we don't hate each other, that we can at least do a song. I think that was part of it, but I'm not sure. I well, wish... actually, oh, go ahead. I, I don't know. They, they were going to do a record, huh? They, they were going to do a new album. Oh. But then Stuart Copeland got hurt, and, then, and they were having all sorts of fights, and it just yeah. never came to fruition. But they were going to do a whole album. That would have been cool. These guys should get together right now and do a new album. Sting isn't doing much <laughs> to me. Yeah. He, he kind of like went off after Ten, uh, Ten Summoner's Tales to me. Yeah. That was yeah. my last favorite album by him. Yeah, um, I love his, I like his first solo record. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. We the did a review blue, on that. A Blue Turtle, was it called? Yeah, yeah Dream of the Blue Turtles. That was great. Yeah, album. Dream of the Blue Turtle. Yeah, go check I out our, our previous podcast on that. And oh, also, you guys did that record? Yeah, we did that record. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had forgotten we had done it, but now that I'm drinking, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember now. All right, Lee, what did you think of this track? Well, who wouldn't like it? I mean, it is one of their classic songs. Of course, with that being said, I will say that if I had continued to listen to it over and over and over and over again, I would probably get a little bit tired of it only because it's so completely like the spit-shine perfect police song. But, I mean, there are other songs that if I were to play my favorites on this album, I would probably go to them first. But this is probably the first song that I heard of the police that made me a fan. And the video was... Uh, you know, really good, and oh, I, I love it. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's. If, if people haven't heard the police before, and this is the first song they hear, that's that's totally the right thing to do. But I mean, um, it it's the kind of thing where once you hear it, it's also good to hear their other songs because they're they weren't just a one song band, even though. Some people might only have heard this song, but but I but I'll say I like it, 
but I like it in context with the whole album. And there are other songs that if I were to just hear individual songs, I might put on first. Yeah, this is a classic song. It's like a mix between ska, reggae, and rock. You know, this band heavily influenced Rush on the Permanent Waves album. You know that, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Unfold- oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of bands were sounding like the police layer, don't you agree? Yeah, a lot of bands. And it's funny because Rush is, like, really progressive, but it's funny to see them get influenced by a band. This is how good this band is. <laughs> Just put it that way. Like, well, a yeah. r- really great band is really influenced by another great band. It's, like, it's infallible. It's, like, wow. The- I'll have to hear Permanent Waves. Yeah, a freaking Spirit of the Radio, dude, has little reggae beats in it, dude. They, they oh, have a okay. lot of songs on there that... That have a lot of police vibe to it, and they and they've Wait. even said they were influenced heavily by the police on that and, album, and the moving and probably oh. moving pictures too and signals, right? Yeah, they were. Heavily- oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah, now that you mention it, I can hear it in signals. I I haven't heard moving pictures of enough. Yeah, this is like a this is like a perfect song. You can't really get any close to perfect on a like a single like a song. And the video was awesome. I know you liked the video because the girl had her shirt tucked in. I forgot about that. I just, I just liked. Sting was wearing glasses in it. <laughs> and and do, do you guys know what the song was about? What was it about? Sting's it was about, uh, teaching days. I don't know, like some girl was pursuing him or something when he was a teacher. Yeah. Or supposedly, I don't know how apocryphal that is, but apparently. Yeah, when uh, he was Gordon Sumner. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. When he was Gordon Sumner, when he was a teacher. So, which I, that's oh, wow. what I like about the song too. It's kind of seductive and. Kind of sexy and yeah. the lyrics are like totally description descriptive. I love it. Yeah. All right. So uh, Lee originally picked this song, and I was going to pick Canary in a Coal Mine, but then we got Scott, so I I I told Lee to get two songs, and then I changed my song to this song because this song is just that good. So this oh, is thank my you. this is my pick, "Driven to Tears" by the Police on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
that was driven to tears by the police. So why were you picking this song originally, Lee? Oh, thank. By the way, I just want to say thank you for picking my pick. That was my pick. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, did you ever see the movie Ur, A Music War? No. Oh no. well, well it well, well well it was bands like the Police and other bands like Echo and the Bunnymen when it was like when they were in the clubs. Oh, I remember well, the that police. now. Huh? I remember that now. It was oh, on HBO oh, yeah, or something, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and um and the police were like in a place with tons of people. I don't know whether or not they shot crowds from different places or whatnot, but. They played that song, and um, it's it's that's the that's the version of the song that I heard first. But um, it's it's just a really good. It's I can imagine it being like a heavy metal type of song, only with the da dun dun da da dun dun. I mean, it's not done heavy metal, but I could imagine a group doing a really good reggae heavy metal version of it and making it really really powerful but it's it's just a forceful good song that you just when you hear it you want to wave your fist to it it's that good what did you think about it scott oh what a, i'm <laughs> what a song i love it um everything i mean the drumming's incredible i love the um, i love his lyrics too in the song um, I love the bass. Um, wow, what a song! <laughs> yeah, Sting doesn't um, get talked talked about about much about his bass playing, but he's a great bass player, man. Oh, he, Sting is my favorite bassist of all time, uh, by far. I go for Getty Lee, but we're because I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right I up like there Getty. with Getty, though. He's right up there. Yeah, oh, I rather Sting, man. He just plays that. It's so his bass lines are almost like they're they're the song. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like look rhythm. At, well, yeah, look, look at the Walking on the Moon and songs like that. The, the bed's too big without you. And his bass is the song. It's like a melody. Yeah, it's like he does. He does. It, the song is written around his bass. Even the guitar. Well, absolutely. Even the guitar riffs go around the bass and the drums. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is an incredible song. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. I was saying, should we even review this album? It's so fucking good. Great song. They are so tight. <laughs> Really, need, um, they really need to get back together. An amazing solo and a breakdown in this song. And Lee, I know, there, there are there are some little things that I'm going to say that are not going to be totally complimentary as we go on. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a good album <laughs> review. Yep. And then we get to the next track, which is when the world is running down, you make the best of what's still around. And Lee picked this track, so here, yeah, here it is. When the world is running down, you make the best of what. Still around by the police on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Shadows in the Rain by the Police. Why'd you pick this track, Scott? Oh, I love this. This is my third favorite song on the record. Um, actually, this is funny because the the live version of this off of the Police Around the World is even better than the studio, though. You got to hear the live version of this. But I love the lyrics about um, my father does the best with me he can. What's the lyric? <laughs> like I like the I like the the words to it. Um, I love the bass. He's, I think he, he's using a stand-up bass in this song, if I'm correct. Uh, kind of got a reggae feel to it too. Uh, I love this song. What do you think about it, Lee? It's actually um, what I would call a very, very deep cut. It's it's pretty damn good. It's like a song that I don't automatically remember unless I hear it. But it's like there's like a thick kind of a like a three dimensional, almost like you're in a tunnel, like bass and echoey thing to it. Like as if they're taking you into another world in this song like it's a different song than what I'm used to of theirs but they but they do it really well and 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 it has kind of a punk vibe to it as if um a, but a sparse punk vibe but yeah I really dig it wasn't this on dream of the blue turtles too this I, I, oh you're actually we, right it was yeah we did the review and I wouldn't have known also, it's on the record? Yeah, it's on uh, Dream of the Blue Turtles. He redid it and jazzed it up. Oh. And it was also in his it was also on his live two CD set, Bring on the Night. Yeah, yeah. Do you oh, remember yeah. whether I liked it or not? I think he on... did, Lee. Okay, okay, I'll believe you. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the version on Dream of the Blue Turtles better, but I like this version too. I just like how he made it a little bit... Probably on that live album you're talking about, they they sped it up a little bit more. This is kind of slow on this album, but on when he jazzed it up live or on a Dream of the Blue Turtles, he made it a little bit quicker and faster. Well, and, I, I'm the, the, yeah, I'm talking about the version with the police. You're talking about him solo, though. I, no, I'm talking about uh, probably on the live album you're talking about, the police. It was probably a little bit quicker live, was it? I didn't hear it. I, oh, is, I don't know. Is, oh, yeah, I know that. I, oh, I love that album. Is it on that record? They do that one live. Uh, I don't know. I was oh, just asking you. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I was talking about the home video, the police around the world. They do do a live on there. Yeah, how was that? It was a little oh, bit it quicker. Oh, sounds amazing. I love it. Yeah, because it's, it's better. It's, it's better than the record. Yeah, because he he kind of jazzed it up for Dream of the Blue Turtles, and when he did it on the Bring a, Bring on the Night, the two lives, the two CDs solo set, it was like awesome too. So, yeah, that that was that was a movie too, right? Yeah, it was a movie too, but he also had yeah. a, a audio version of on CD too. Oh, yeah? CD set. yeah, it's pretty good. Oh. Yeah, I love that track. I love I love the original, but I like I like it when he redid it on Dream of the Blue Turtles and live on the Bring on the Night. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he wanted to get jazzier. Cause he, he, the reason why he left the play because he wanted to get more musicians, right? Yeah. He wanted a bigger sound. Yeah, he wanted a bigger sound. You can't yeah. do that with a three-piece band. No. Well, no. And I just want to say something about Sting. What a vocalist, man. <laughs> I don't think he gets enough credit for his vocals. No one sounds like him. He's like Geddy Lee of Rush. Freaking Steve Perry of, of Journey. I don't... Freaking that, that Filipino singer does not sound like him to me. But fuck, those three people have the like the best voices ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, I entirely... Yeah, Sting's got a really smoky voice, right? Yeah, it's like kind high. He could go really high, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, he can. And have he you can... ever seen the movie Leaving Las Vegas? Yes. And I, I saw that, and I also read the book, and 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 yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah, no, Sting does the songs, if I'm correct, in that movie, doesn't he? 
I have oh, yeah, I, I don't remember. I, 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 I believe so, now that I remember, yeah. I'm pretty sure he does, and it's really good. Yeah. He's got that great voice. Yeah, nobody sounds yeah, like Sting, yeah, man. It does, it does, that, that, that was a good soundtrack to that, that film. He's just got that sexy, gravelly voice, you know? Yeah, well, I don't know about that, sexy. But that I don't have. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, let's see. Well, let's get to the last track on this record, which was the instrument, the second instrument on this, which Lee picked, The Other Way of Stopping, which was written by Stuart Copeland. So here's The Other Way of Stopping by The Police on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was the other way of stopping by the police. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? I, I like Stuart Copeland's melodic sense. And this, um, if, if you ever hear, if you haven't, the soundtrack to Rumblefish, he does a lot of really good rhythmic and melodic things that are both melodic and rhythmic. And, and, and he can just drive a song. And even though it doesn't really have a great, sense of like a total melody to it it has this like turn on your car and let's drive just power fun to it and it also reminds me of, of the song mental hopscotch that the missing persons do as if they band. heard this song and decided to take the elements of it and make something of it that's just something that i thought of but yeah. um but yeah i mean it's I, I think it's good to highlight one of Stuart Copeland's songs because he's he also wasn't just a drummer. He also knows how to play guitar and stuff, and he's he's a good songwriter too. So, what did you think of this one, Scott? Oh, I love this song. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Lee likes this song. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <it's>, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of different. It's um, I love the drums on it. Um, I, I think it's just as good as the other instrumental. Um, uh, what's, what's the name of the other one? Behind the Camel? Yeah, I, I hope no one would have mentioned it. I, I want you to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's, they're not similar, but they're both obviously instrumental. Um, I don't know which one I like more. You know, it's because I'm crazy, but I think I like Behind the Camel more. Oh, my God. Well, okay, Bravo. okay. Thank God you're not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... I like it. I mean, it, I li it's good. Um, I guess Stewart did all the guitar on this. I guess I don't know. I imagine oh. he did. Let's see, Stewart. Yeah, not. he did guitar on. Uh, let's see. Oh, did he? No, it just says he. All he did was drones and backing vocals. Oh. On this album. There's vocals in this. It says backing vocals. Oh, okay. Um, this, you know, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, man, there's not one song on this record I don't like. So, but this might mm. be ultimately my least favorite. Huh. My least but, favorite is the is the one that should not be named. What Lee said. <laughs> Which yeah. one? Behind um, my camel. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I I agree. Well, the only reason why I agree is it's even worse than Voices in My Head, which is a hard thing to do. But but Andy <laughs> Summers did manage to make it worse. Well, so he wins some kind of an award. I'm not going to go to the show where he wins the award, but. He wins something. But if you ever notice, all his songs are weird. Like, what's the, the song on the first record, Be My Girl, Sally? I love that song now. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's the thing that's weird? Yeah, it's about a blow-up uh, doll. Yeah, it's about a blow-up doll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I don't remember it offhand, but, but that subject matter makes me intrigued. I want to hear it Remember how it goes, won't you be my, be my, be my girl, won't you yeah. be my... And it, and it, yeah, it, yeah, then I they like a, that Then one. they have a spoken word where it says, I, blow, I fill her, blow her up with air. <laughs> mm. That's yeah, cool. Like a, actually, I love that song. I love that song, too. That's a great song. I was listening to that yesterday. Freaking great <laughs> track. Yeah, I like this song. This is the best instrumental on the album, in my opinion, hands down. <laughs> It's a great track. And, uh, I just want to mention, Scott is a big star on uh, chat rooms, man. This guy puts up the best gifts of girls in hula hoops and girls dancing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just I check him out on Wadzilla, Wadzilla's rock, uh, 
Wadzilla show on Saturday mornings on Samphoria, and then Dr. Fucks on Thursday when he gets back in the chat room on that metal station. Uh, Scott is all over those chat rooms. <laughs> yeah. There was one time me and a, a friend, we were um, drinking and we went to the park, and then there was um, like some girls, well, like um, women or young women doing hula hoops and stuff, and then we went home. I think to get more booze, and then we went and walked back, and and then one woman or girl walked by, and my friend said, or kind of said loud enough for her to hear, but but not totally for her to hear. Oh, was she one of the ones doing the hula hoops? And then she just said, yes, I was, as she kept walking. So that was kind of interesting. <laughs> All right, well, I find it weird that this album only went two times double platinum i think they need to re uh certify it but uh it's a great ah. it's a great album and sting played bass on all but eight tracks which was behind my campbell he didn't play on that one leading backing vocals and huh. synthesizer andy summer's guitar backing vocals bass guitar on behind my camel piano synthesizer stuart copeland drums and backing vocals which is co this album was co-produced by uh, Nigel Gray, who co-produced their first two records, and mm. remastered by the great Bob Ludwig. Why it sounds so fresh when you listen to this album—it's so clear. The rhythms, yeah. are, the drums are so are recorded so well. It's a great album, man. And uh, I think the Police should get back together and make a new album. I don't think they're really doing much. I think yeah. uh, Stewart did. Uh, no, uh, Andy did a a film, like a documentary about the Police, about his life in the Police which is pretty yep. cool and this album was they said it was rushed they rushed this album and then as soon as they were done recording it they went on a world tour they toured in egypt yeah and Cairo and all these places that people never played right yeah and they said they oh, yeah. they named this album zinata mandata because they wanted to roll off your tongue huh. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know what it means i I, no I think they just made this shit up but it says yeah the English localization of the anime Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders, the two characters <laughs> appear as brothers, known as Zenyatta and Mandata. Okay, there you go. It was in this thing huh. called Stardust Creators. There was two characters. One was called Zenyatta and Mandata. This is huh. in contrast to the original release where the brothers were named Oingo and Boingo <laughs> after the band of the same name. So two bands, huh. Oingo, one of my other favorite bands, Oingo Boingo. Got got uh, got their band name from that, I guess. And they got the name of this album from the two characters. Oh, is, is that with Danny Elfman? Yeah, Danny Elfman, yeah. Oingo Boingo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Danny okay. Elfman's one of my favorite composers. Rick and him, uh, him yeah. and uh, the Star Wars guy. Oh, John Williams. Yeah, John Williams. And, oh, I, I love John and Williams. Jo like and Jaws. Idols, but, well, of course. Well, Jaws is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like I, I like his P.B. Herman's Big Adventure score. Yeah, I love the Beetlejuice yeah. score, <laughs> Batman. And I, I like Edward Scissorhands score. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of uh, mm -hmm. great scores. He even did the spy, the first three Spider-Man scores with Sam Raimi. I don't like them though, the scores of those movies. You don't? I like I, I like what John Williams did with S Superman. Oh, John Williams is awesome in Superman. Huh. More, John, John Williams has never did a bad one. Exactly. Honestly, I'm hard pressed with any bad scores he's ever done. Yeah. Danny Elfman's kind of eh. Yeah. I don't think Danny Elfman even plays an instrument, does he? Yeah, he does. Or not, not proficiently. I mean, well, he plays he plays rhythm guitar. He plays piano. Yeah, he plays guitar, everything, dude. He plays, yeah, I but see. He, I, he admit, 
I've seen Boingo yeah. in concert like three times, dude. They, he's really great performer. So what, what songs do those guys have? Uh, Danny, uh, Oingo Boingo? Yes. Yeah. Nothing bad ever happens to me. Do, 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 do. Only a lad. Uh, <laughs> weird science. Oh, this is the life. Oh, this is the life. Oh, now I know. Weird science. Elevator man. Uh, freaking dead man's party. You know, it's a dead man's party. Who could ask for more? And the song Bachelor yeah. Party is by them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they did the song Bachelor Party, too. Yeah, yeah. and I think the song... And what about Summer School? Didn't they do a song for that? The movie Summer School? Uh, they did a song for Back to School. Oh, okay. They were even on. in a movie playing in uh, his apartment when he, when he cut the rooms and made them into two in his in his dorm room. They had a Wingo oh, yeah. played live. Danny Elfman's weird, though, because he, he left the band or and then became a big-time film composer, huh? Yeah, he was already doing... He started... I think he started with... the. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and then he did the Simpsons theme. No, no, he, he started. He did a movie before that for his brother, I think. Called, oh, what was it called? Some movie about a car. Or, there was a movie he did before. Repo Man. No, no, uh, you have to look it up. He, I'm almost positive he did a film before. I mean, when he did Pee-wee Herman's Big Adventure, he was really scared. Yeah. Because he didn't know really what he was doing. I, and and he, did, he also did the iconic theme of the Simpsons too. Dun 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 dun. I'm sure he gets paid a lot of money. He really monetizes from that, huh? Probably it's on every week, and on oh, yeah. like repeats every day. <laughs> yeah, so this is. I love Danny Elfman. You should hear our. We did a double Oingo Boingo uh, episode with nothing bad ever. Uh, nothing to fear but fear itself, and another album I forgot. Did I do that one with you? Yes, you did. Oh, I must have been totally drunk. You're I always don't remember it. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to tracks of the week. I picked Alice Cooper, The Black Widow. You picked Lee, Araya Heat, Poets Justice. I need to listen to that band more because a lot of people talk about that band. Uh, Dr. Fuck and Wadzilla are going to go see Deep Purple and Uriah Heap. I hear a lot of good things about that band. And I heard this track and it was really cool. I liked it. Yeah. And then uh, the first time, maybe the last time, you'll hear Slayer on this podcast because Scott picked Slayer. Dead Skid Mask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I would get into Slayer if the singer was a little bit better. <laughs> I love oh, his voice. I, I love his voice. I, I don't know. I just can't. It grinds on me. Like I guess Sammy's grind on people. His voice grinds on me. Oh, so. I love his voice. Yeah, it's to cool. me, he's got the best voice in thrash metal, in my opinion. I I love uh, Joey or uh, freaking uh, Joey Belladonna or freaking uh, what's his name? Fuck. Oh, something Bush. John, John Bush. Bush. Yeah, John Bush is my yeah. favorite thrash singer. You know, I, I know, I'm probably in the minority. I just love his voice. It's so powerful. It's so behind my camel is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get behind well, my camel. <laughs> I got this one, Lee. <laughs> he All right. We got. He got in front of the camel. All right. Mm. Well, we already got next week's show recorded. Which is Warrant, uh, Dog Eat Dog, with Chris Alio. That's already recorded. That'll be our Christmas show. And that'll be out on Thursday because I'm taking a vacation. Now I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to be gone on Monday, so on Christmas All right. Eve. So uh, we want to thank Scott for coming on here. We're glad we busted your podcast cherry, and maybe uh, you'll get invited to go on a better podcast like uh, the Rock, the Combat Rock and Metal. <laughs> or on this. my solo podcast <laughs> that's better even though I only do I, I, I do maybe 10 episodes in a day and then I don't do any for 2 years 
How come? I'm just strange like that. I'm, I'm like, when the moment hits me, it hits me. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. And it hasn't hit me right yet. Boom. You should... But, but, I, but, but, but yeah, if, 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 if you'd be into it, I'd be cool with doing a solo episode with you of a group that that would be maybe totally different than this, but we, you know, I mean, you know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You guys have a great day. I'm going to play you guys out with Alice Cooper, the Black Widow, and Uriah Heat, Poets Justice, and Slayer, Dead Skin Mask. Thank you again, Scott, for coming on here, man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, oh, Scott. Oh. It was really cool. All oh, right, man. Oh. You guys have a great day. And say bye, Lee. Bye-bye. These words he speaks are true. We're all humanary stew. We don't pledge allegiance to the Black Widow. The horror that he'll bring. The horror of his sting. The unholiest of kings, the Black Widow. Our minds will be his toy, and every girl and boy will learn to be employed.
Black Widow.
stay alive. And I promise I won't keep you long. I'll keep you forever.
Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it! Get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina! Skitter Pal Meow Meow. This is Bushy. And the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much! Hello folks, this is the Rock Sponge Terrence Reardon of the Terrence Reardon and Friends Podcast. Join yours truly every week as I look at a different classic rock and or metal album that had an impact on my life and or rock music in general, and I'm usually joined by a friend or two. And there's no country or rap or techno bullshit on the show because I hate those fucking music genres. Techno and rap and country sucks. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends Podcast every week on YouTube, and now on Podbean and iTunes. So yes, folks, I'm available in two different, three different ways. Podbean and iTunes for the audio, and YouTube for the visual. Thank you very much. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show. And it's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.